If you're thinking about starting a bookkeeping business and you know you have what it takes to be a bookkeeper, but you're not just quite sure about what you would be doing as a bookkeeper, this episode is for you. Being a bookkeeper may sound intriguing to you, but do you ever wonder if you would be able to do the tasks required of a bookkeeper? Do you wonder what each of the responsibilities are? Do you want to know what a typical day as a bookkeeper would look like? Well, if you're thinking about starting a bookkeeping business, you already have a bookkeeping business, but want to grow or scale your bookkeeping business, or you're a virtual assistant and you want to add bookkeeping services as a high-end service to your business, finding out what's all involved is definitely a good idea. You want to make sure that you're as prepared as you possibly can be for this change. Today, I'm pulling back the curtain on my bookkeeping business, and I'm going to go through what a typical day can look like for me in my bookkeeping business. I'll be giving you a peek inside what your schedule could look like as a bookkeeper, and you'll see just how flexible your work is so that you are in control of your calendar and can take the time off that you need for those important things in your life. Listen in so that you have an understanding of what a day in the life of a bookkeeper looks like. And I'll be giving some tips to make sure each and every day goes smoothly and you're able to get more work done in less time with efficient processes. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right, as an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week, you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Over the last 20 plus years of doing bookkeeping, I've learned a thing or two about what works for not only my bookkeeping business, but also for other business owners. I know sifting through the available options takes time. I want you to know about two solutions that will not only save you time, but they'll keep you in compliance and reduce stress. Do you want to reduce your stress level? First, I highly recommend you check out QuickBooks Online. I've used QuickBooks for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are using QuickBooks for their business. The bank feeds save you so much time and I can help you save 50% off your first three months. 
Second, payroll changes are hard to keep up with and I know how frustrating this can be. That's why I recommend ADP as your payroll solution. I've used ADP to process payroll for years and years and they are one of the industry-leading payroll and HR solutions serving over 900,000 businesses. By using ADP, you can run your payrolls faster, easier, and with confidence. It doesn't matter if you have one employee or over a hundred. They'll help you pay your employees and taxes accurately and on time. You'll have peace of mind with all the resources you need, and they'll keep you in compliance by meeting reporting deadlines and process W-2s at your end. I work closely with ADP and I can help you save 15% off your services and take advantage of their promotions. Head over to financialadventure.com resources and learn about why choosing these resources matter to your business. They've made a significant impact in my business and I'm sure you'll agree they'll benefit your business as well. Welcome back. I'm glad you've joined me in this special podcast series specifically for individuals who are interested in starting a bookkeeping business. Bookkeeping is considered one of the most profitable businesses that you can start, and this was true for me and my bookkeeping business as well. I started my bookkeeping business over 15 years ago, and I still enjoy working with clients and the work that I do on a daily basis, and that is exactly what I want to talk about with you today. I'm sure you already know that a bookkeeper is in charge of tracking all of the money coming in and going out of a business. It sounds pretty simple, right? Well, for the most part, it really is. Let's start off with what the typical bookkeeping tasks are. Like I mentioned, your responsibilities are to record all money coming in and going out of a business. We'll start with the money coming in. This would include tasks such as invoicing customers, collecting payments, receiving payments, and making bank deposits. When you look at the money going out of a business, you have items you need to record such as checks, credit card charges, and automatic deductions. You may be in charge of paying bills and even processing payroll. These are the main responsibilities of a bookkeeper. Next, I wanna talk about what makes a really good bookkeeper I see bookkeepers all the time who just enter transactions in and that's it. They don't do anything additional, but this is where you can really excel as a great bookkeeper. You can take all the information that's been entered in and once every transaction from the business is recorded properly, you will reconcile each account to ensure accuracy. This is a very important step that gets missed more than you would think. Ultimately, once you have reconciled your accounts and verified the accuracy, you are then able to generate reports that you can give to the business owner. By taking these additional two steps, you are raising the quality of your services to the top and helping your client obtain timely and reliable financial information that they need to make smart business decisions. When you're doing bookkeeping for the client, you're giving them peace of mind knowing that their books are up to date and they have the information they need to stay in compliance with their tax and other reporting requirements. As promised, I mentioned I would give you a peek inside my bookkeeping business and how a typical day looks. I'm going to start off with saying that every day looks a little different. Depending on the day of the week and different projects that come in from day to day, but I'm going to give you a snapshot of what some of the typical days look like. 
I love the variety that bookkeeping brings me each and every day. For me, since I have payroll services that I perform for my clients, I normally tend to have payroll processing towards the beginning of the week. You'll notice as a bookkeeper that you have certain engagements which will have specific deadlines. When you process payroll for clients, you'll need to be very sensitive to the pay dates and ensure that you're processing the payroll in time for the employees to get paid. Most of my payrolls have pay dates on Friday, which means that I usually process the payroll on Monday or Tuesday so that the client is able to review all of the reports before the employees get paid. This also allows for the employer to make sure that they have sufficient funds for the payroll. A typical Monday for me would start off with going through my emails and corresponding with clients about any inquiries that have come in. Then I send out email reminders to clients for them to submit their payroll information if I don't already have it. And I spend the remainder of the day working on additional client work. This would include going through clients' bank statements and making sure that transactions have been recorded, reconciling their accounts, and generating financial statements for them. Depending on the client, I may be able to do a couple of these projects in one day and others may take the full day or even multiple days. Tuesdays are normally reserved for processing payrolls for clients as I would normally have their payroll information in and can work on all of the same type of work that day. This ensures that I'm working as efficiently as possible to maximize every minute of the day so that I can take more time off to spend with my family. Wednesdays through Fridays are normally very similar to Mondays as I correspond with clients on any inquiries they may have, and then I work on client projects. These days tend to be much more flexible since my payroll deadlines have already been taken care of towards the beginning of the week. My schedule is also pretty open so that I can take time off if needed, and I don't have to feel guilty or pressured about working during the typical workday. You can see that most of my days have the same type of schedule, but what I love most about my business is that even though I'm doing the same type of work, like recording checks, credit cards, sales, or deposits, every single business is different. I never feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over because of this. I really try to focus on what my clients' needs are so that I am able to provide the most value I can to them so that they can focus on what they need to do to run their business. When I mentioned earlier about providing peace of mind to your clients, this is one of the things I love about my business the most. Knowing that I can help alleviate some of the stress that most business owners have is a really amazing feeling. You'll find as you start taking on clients that each client is different and what they ask you to do may be different as well. One of the benefits of owning your own business is that you get to choose what you want to do in your business. If you're not comfortable with offering payroll services, you just don't list it as a service that you do for clients. You are in control of your business and you get to choose what your business looks like, as well as how much or how little you want to work in your business. Well, what do you think? Bookkeeping tasks are pretty straightforward and the ways that you can set yourself up to go above and beyond what most bookkeepers do is easily obtainable. Next week, I'll continue with this series by talking about how much it costs to start a bookkeeping business. If you still have questions about bookkeeping, I'd love for you to join the community I created for bookkeepers just like you. It's also a great place where you can ask questions and get advice from others who are going through your same experiences. 
You can join us by going to financialadventure.com slash bookkeeper community. When you join, introduce yourself and let me know you heard about it from this podcast. As you may already know, I'm the creator of the Elevate Your Bookkeeping Business Framework, and I'm looking forward to helping you create your own profitable bookkeeping business with valuable information for you just like today's podcast. I'll be holding a Jumpstart Your Bookkeeping Business workshop on Monday, November 22nd, 2021 at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. In this live workshop, you'll learn three major mistakes to avoid when starting your bookkeeping business, exactly what you need to do to set up your bookkeeping business, how you can get your bookkeeping business software for free, and the necessary equipment and other startup costs you may incur when starting your bookkeeping business. I'll also be revealing my Black Friday holiday promotion bundle during this workshop, and you'll have the first chance to grab one of the limited spots available. You can go to financialadventure.com workshop to sign up. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. If you're listening to this podcast after this date, please know that I'll be holding additional workshops in the future. You can still go to financialadventure.com workshop and see what workshops are coming up next. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me at financialadventure.com contact hyphen us. I personally respond to all of my messages. I'll post links to these and other valuable resources for you where you're listening to this podcast and in the show notes. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, bookkeeping is considered one of the top most profitable businesses that you can start. And this was true for me and my bookkeeping business as well. I started my bookkeeping business over 15 years ago, and I still enjoy working with clients and the work that I do on a daily basis. Number two, Being a bookkeeper means that you're in charge of tracking all the money coming in and going out of a business. Starting with money coming in, this would include tasks such as invoicing customers, collecting payments, receiving payments, and making bank deposits. When you look at the money going out of a business, you have items you need to record such as checks, credit card charges, and automatic deductions. Number three, you can really excel as a great bookkeeper by making sure that you take all of the information that's been entered in and once every transaction from the business is recorded properly, you reconcile each account to ensure accuracy. This is a very important step that gets missed more than you would think. Ultimately, once you've reconciled your accounts and verified the accuracy, you're then able to generate reports that you can give to the business owner. By taking these additional two steps, you're raising the quality of your services to the top and helping your client obtain the timely and reliable financial information they need to make smart business decisions. Number four, when you're doing the bookkeeping for a client, you're giving them peace of mind knowing that their books are up to date and they have the information they need to stay in compliance with their tax and other reporting requirements. Number five, I love the variety that bookkeeping brings me each and every day. My schedule is also pretty open so that I can take time off if needed and I don't have to feel guilty or pressured about working during the typical workday. Number six, most of my days have the same type of schedule, but what I love the most about my business is that even though I'm doing the same type of work, like recording checks, credit cards, sales, or deposits, every business is different. I never feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over because of this. I really try to focus on what my clients' needs are so that I'm providing the most value I can to them so they can focus on what they need to do to run their business. 
Number seven, one of the benefits to owning your own business is that you get to choose what you want to do in your business. For example, if you're not comfortable with offering payroll services, you just don't list it as a service you do for clients. You are in control of your business and you get to choose what your business will look like as well as how much or how little you want to work in your business. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.